Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Oh man, here we go again. Up early, feed the dog, out the door, traffic, at the office, boss in some kind of mood today, no time for lunch, annoying coworker, no time to relax, bedtime. Then we gotta do it all again? Uh, no way. Because the best way to break up the mundane every day is to play. At Wild Rose Casino and Resort, slots, tables, sports, and a whole lot of perks when you join and play with your club wild card. So, let's play. Wild Rose Casino and Resort, Clinton. Hawkfanatic.com brought to you by Patrick Eads. It's his uh, birthday today. I thought it was yesterday. Well, maybe it was yesterday. <laughs> it's all a blur to me. <laughs> well, happy birthday, Patrick. Deary Brothers, Ford Lincoln on Mormon Trek. Steve Anderson, he's got a birthday sometime. I'm sure he does. Yeah. Uh, a Hawkeye title and settlement. Mike's lock and e-keys for cars. Mike's got a birthday, too, oddly enough. GT car and his great crew at Supel Siding and Remodeling. Supel's Flowers, the home of 1-800-800-ROWS. The Midtown Family Restaurants. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, 101 South Dubuque Street, downtown Iowa City. Kettleson RV in Hiawatha. Premier Automotive in North Liberty. The Oxyoke Inn in the Amanas. Now Sunday brunch is back. Players Sports Bar and Grill downtown. Streets Maintenance. The Wild Rose Casino in Clinton. Dr. Lance Forbes, Diamond Dental in Cedar Rapids, and Bumps Restaurant. Here's Tom Suter and Pat Hardy from hawkfanatic.com. And Bumps Restaurant, I will be there uh, tomorrow night. Why, what's what's tomorrow night? going to eat. Are you, just, yeah, is yeah. that okay? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I don't know where we're going to eat tomorrow night. That we don't. We're meeting some friends. Oh. No, we usually don't. Okay. Plan. Yeah. You know. Where there's no plan. We yeah. have no plan. But it's damn good. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Here's Karn. Hello. Hello. I would say that was quite a game yesterday. Uh, uh, yes, it sure was. <laughs> it was a nail biter. It was kind of a heart attack alley. Yeah, yeah that was, uh, I thought Georgia played really, really well. Yeah, they, they, those girls were all over the place. They were like little gnats. You just kind of wanted to swat them away. Yeah, they were a, a very, very good defensive team. And, and she thought that her girl, um, that Diamond Battles, was the best player out there. But that's okay because it was her girl. Yeah, yeah. Well, she was awfully good. I'll, I'll we, we know better. We know who the best player was out there. And then afterwards, I went over and sat at a cold baseball game. Oh, I'll bet that was cold. 
It was cold. <laughs> uh, I took a big blanket in wrapped up in it. So, so now <laughs> Ann and I went to the gymnastics on uh, Saturday. Uh, what was your uh, role? What did you have to do? My role was to time the um, floor exercise people. If they went over 130, I was to let the judge know. Uh-huh. Did but you nobody have... went over. Nobody did? Some came awfully close, but nobody went over. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. And the interesting. floor, we had to sit on the floor because they didn't get a long enough table there. So, And the floor was cold because I think there's an ice thing underneath it. Well, yeah. Yes, there is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is a skating rink. A hockey. But it was cold. Yes, I'll bet. And I'd like to know, what the heck was Trump doing running around uh, in the wrestling area? Uh, he, he was, was a he guest. He was running around shake, uh, shaking hands and he was a guest. trying to recruit people. Yeah, he was a guest of the uh, governor of Oklahoma. Oh. And the wrestling community... Um, has embraced him, so. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, our own uh, coach, uh, you know. Yeah. Gable said he's a champion. Yeah. He called him a champion. Cha- I'd like to know what he's a champion of. Yeah. Uh, well, good point. A lot of people would. Yeah, but there you go. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, the side of the world. Yep. But anyway, how do you think we'll do in Seattle? Now, Stanford lost the number one team. They lost to Ole Miss. Oh, God, Stanford just looked awful. They, uh, I yeah, watched they that did. Game. I watched that game last night. They were just awful. But Mississippi is, uh, is pretty good. incredibly athletic. Just yeah. incredibly athletic. We're going to have to work on turnovers. and. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we are. But well, I, I, I thought we managed to get through some of that stuff. Well, we'll we see. were jumping in there, grabbing the ball too. They had eighteen turnovers, and we had seventeen. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll play uh, either Colorado or Duke, who they play tonight. So yeah, we'll they play tonight. Be able to watch that game and scout the next opponent. So are you going to fly out to Seattle or just watch it on TV? Nope, we're gonna. <laughs> we'll be watching it on TV and crossing our fingers. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> and it was too bad. <clears throat> too bad about I, I I'm trying to wonder why Lee uh, Manico forfeited. Was he hurt or? I don't know. Honestly, I, I don't know. Yeah, you know, that was the only, that was the one sad part of the weekend. I was hoping for a, for a big uh, four you know, winner. Yeah, well, it didn't, it winner, didn't happen. I think, I think if it hadn't been for COVID, I think he might have made the four time. Uh, we'll never know, unfortunately. Yeah, what? that's too bad. What? Okay, guys, we'll have a good day. Right. Okay, thanks, Karen. Bye. Yeah. What did COVID have? To do? I don't. I'm not sure. If he oh, it hadn't been disrupted, yeah, we'll never know. Yeah, because the wrestlers that he competed against had. COVID. They went through COVID, too. Yes. So. Yes, they did. But who knows? Yes, they did. So, yeah, there was a good game yesterday. I thought the crowd uh, was rowdy. Were you able to get over there yesterday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was a damn good game. Yes, it was. Yeah, we got a bunch of content up on our site. I'll have to check it out. I haven't been online, so. 
Yeah, I um, was able to find a parking place, like I couldn't find one Friday, when they suggested uh-huh. to take the shuttle from Hancher. I was not going to do that, but um, but yeah, no, it was uh, it was a fun game. It was, it was. I wonder why that was a, a number ten seed. I thought they what, were because of what they did in the regular season. You can't just get so wrapped up in what happens in one March into. Well, that's true. I mean, but that happens. I mean, I mean, I'm having people tell me that Fran needs to be fired because all all basketball is now is built for March, and if you can't produce in March, then you're and that's the just whole, nonsense. Yeah, that Fran thing, you know. Yeah, the minute the women win. Uh, Fran could learn. It, you oh, it's know, happened it's a completely way. different game. Well, the people I'm talking to have not. They don't care. They don't. It has nothing to do with what the women are doing. Yeah. I mean, um, but there's more to coaching basketball than just what you do in March. Yeah, they need to get better. But this narrative that he needs to go and this narrative that basketball's way below football, it's just not true. The programs no, are even. Isn't. The programs are pretty. But I, I mean, I've heard people they just insist that. Basketball is at a much lower level than football right now, and I don't. And when they explain it to me, it makes no sense. No, I mean both both teams have one really good uh, side of the ball and uh, a really bad other side. Well, of the I'm ball. just talking about wins and losses and yeah. success and what have you. Uh-huh. I mean, um, very but, very similar. But yeah, I mean, there's just there's just this anti-Fran thing that I think just gets so emotional. In March, if you're going to go by that logic, then Matt Painter should be fired. Yeah. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Well, and there's Purdue people that are saying exactly that because he lost to three, you know, 16 seed, 15 seed on a Purdue board. Yeah, see, I I don't know. I mean, it's ridiculous. I don't go to Purdue message boards, but I'll take your word for it. I just wanted to check it out to see if. But I also don't. I just think a message board to me is I don't know. That's well, like, it's a it's a lunatic fringe of of. Fan and I base, think a lot probably. of those people probably don't mean that, but they're saying it at the moment. They're doing it to get attention, to uh, to strike up content because that's what people like to do. That's what social media does. But Purdue aside, I mean, there's more to coaching than just what you do in March. Yeah, they need to. It's time to make a run. But people wanted Tom Davis gone for similar reasons. Oh, he can't get past the second round, and then. Look what happens, and mm-hmm. people say, "Be careful what you wish for." Oh, then you're li- then you're afraid to make. No, I'm not afraid to make changes, but all I'm saying is, Fran doesn't deserve to be fired. No, he doesn't. And freak, you know, more often than not, when you make a change, it's it's not always for the better. It just isn't. Gosh, I don't know. I don't have. St- Do you have data? I have looked it up. I'm not yeah, in the I, last few years. I don't but. have any idea about that, but sometimes it works. It you know it worked for Alabama when they hired Nick Saban. Yes, it sure did. I mean, it it, it worked for Fairleigh Dickinson when they hired Tobin Anderson. I mean, I don't know. I, I I'm just talking about this particular case. I don't care what the odds are. I'm just saying that they've been to the tournament three times in a row without COVID. It would be five times in a row. Only one other Iowa coach has done that. Lou Olson. Someone point. Some anti-Fran guy pointed out. No, oh, it's happened before. Yeah, George Davis's George Davis, George Raveline's last two years, Tom Davis's first three years, they combined for five. That's two different head coaches. That's not the same as the same head coach going to five. Fran would have five if not for COVID. Mm-hmm. That can't just be ignored because he's losing in the first or second round of the NCAA tournament. But some people insist on that. But I also think with some people, it's more. It's personal with some. It's political with some. I mean, I think some people resent that the Iowa team knelt for what two seasons. 
prior to the net they didn't kneel during the national anthem but they knelt and they they i've had people say i've had people write me and say they hate the fact that fran had his team doing that for two years which i just what you're you're mad because he's recognizing inequality and but that's the world we live in honestly i don't even remember that did, did they did that before every they game did it for two years before I didn't every, even for every home game they'd read off they'd read a, a short little statement about equality inequality. Well, i remember that they'd get in there on their knees and then they'd stand up and do the national anthem well, you don't even notice it anymore because well, they don't do it just, anymore. Yeah, they didn't but do I it mean, this season. It's but it was it became commonplace when they were doing but it. But it upset a lot of people because I heard about it. They reached out to yeah. me and saying this is just the woke progressive bull crap, and I'm just like whatever. I mean, they want to make it political, and so from that point on, Fran was put into a group that they don't like because he was recognizing something that they didn't want to be recognized. Mm-hmm. So they're going to judge him harder. Yeah. And that's just the reality is they ain't going to get rid of him here. And the only way he leaves, the only way he's not here is if he chooses to leave on his own. Mm -hmm. They're not going to get rid of him. And to suggest, though, that football is just on this way bigger level than basketball is just not accurate. I mean, for everything you say in football, you can counter with basketball because, well, they won the Big Ten West. Two, just two years ago. Well, Fran won the Big Ten tournament in 26 games. You can come back with anything. You can. It's just, you know, for, for those who think the NCAA tournament is the be-all, end-all, then Fran has failed. Well, then the Big Ten has failed. Yes, other it than has. Tom Izzo. I mean, yeah, other than Tom Izzo, well, yeah, one Big Ten team remains. So, and a lot of that is matchups and what have you. Um, Iowa lost. Iowa didn't necessarily lose to a world. Auburn and Iowa could play 10 times and they'd probably split. They're very even. It's not like the Richmond game. I do think Iowa was better than Richmond. That was not a good showing. But no. losing to Auburn in the first round to me was a matchup tough draw. Uh-huh. The result of being an 8 9 team. It was. But the regular season's got to mean something, or why even coach? Why even have the 31 game regular season that takes forever if all you're going to base everything on is, is March Madness? It doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense. To me well i agree with that completely but i've been bombarded with it's time to take, make a change in basketball 13 years is too long and i had that discussion yesterday was i'm like and i'm not knocking football do i think kirk should be fired no none of that but then i'm sitting here listening and then okay kirk's going into his 25th year yeah i don't but you see what i mean there's just an inconsistency there's so much bias and prejudice and iowa football hasn't won a big 10 title in nearly 20 years the last time they got to the Rose Bowl, they got smoked. The last time they were in the Big Ten Championship, they got destroyed. You can come up with all your different narratives to try to compare the two, but, I mean, to me, they're both pretty solid programs, far from great. Both have room for improvement, significant improvement, but the good outweighs the bad with both, and neither coach, like I said, I'm not saying Kirk's job's in jeopardy. No, I would never say that. I've never even said that Brian Ferentz should be fired. I'm not, no. I'm not necessarily saying that. I mean, that's... Kirk's, that's the hand Kirk has dealt himself, and he can deal with that. But, no, this anti-France stuff, though, since they lost, I mean, it's just been more than I expected. I haven't, honestly, I haven't paid that much attention to it. Well, I'm talking about people reaching out to me as a media person. (laughs) I'm not talking about what they're saying on the message board. I've had a lot of people reach out to me and say it's time for a change. That's what I'm talking about. I don't care what's on the message boards. Well, but the people that reach out to you, are they journalists or are they uh, Um, fans? It's fans, I guess. So what's the difference? I've had conversations with What's the difference between... Between message board people and fans that well, reach out someone to you who's taken the someone who's taken the time to reach out to me specifically without hiding under is different than 
people going back even though they're hiding behind screen names most of these people weren't most of these people that have read i've had emails oh i see See, you live in this there's more than message boards and i I understand i mean it's not i a lot of people have had no problem sharing their identity with me i think they want to because they want change it has nothing to do with message boards our facebook and they're using their real names Mm -hmm. for the most well all of them that i you know it's yeah it's an anti-fran thing and it just you know. And they're basing it on performance, and that's where if they don't like Fran and think his temper and all that, that's their opinion. But you can't just throw facts out there when they're not consistent with the overall picture. Is what I'm saying. I mean, the good outweighs the bad with Fran. And to, I mean, I had people yesterday saying that football's at a completely different level than basketball, and it's yeah, not. I, I don't see that either. It's not. No. And they're both at decent levels. I'm not saying that there's major issues and either coach should be fired, but to act like football is just outperforming basketball is just, to me, I don't see that. Well, I don't either. And ne- I mean, neither football or basketball are elite. They're good, solid programs. And rarely have been and rarely will be, probably. That's That's just the world we live in. That's right. But if you can make NCAA tournaments on a consistent basis as the Iowa coach, regardless what you do in the tournament, you're not going to get fired unless you do something different. And that's the other thing. I mean, citizenship with basketball, graduate. France players represent the program well. But, no, all this is a prisoner of the moment reaction to another early exit from the NCAA tournament. Yep. And the first thing to do is make changes, get rid of them. Fire. And Fire. And and I just disagree. And some of the people get really upset if you don't. Um, one time, this guy, I just kept disagreeing with this guy. And finally, he's like, well, you know, your attitude sucks. And I'm like. Because you disagree with I him. I disagree. And some guy, <laughs> other guy got on. And some other guy got on to this conversation. He's like, dude, all he's doing is disagreeing with you. And the guy's like, well, this is, friend needs to go. This is 13 years is too long. And, and I'm just like, goodbye. But that's what's out well, there Well, right some now. people feel that way, and that's fine. They're welcome to their opinions, but I don't happen to agree with them. No, I don't either, and they can't get mad if you don't. They want you to eventually to give, okay, you're right, fire friend. And that's just, but, I mean, I just don't get it. No, I don't either. I mean, had Lisa lost yesterday or would fire Lisa? Probably. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, they got to the Sweet 16 again. They've done it two out of the last three years. Now, I mean, obviously, Caitlin's to the point now where numbers, her numbers don't mean anything anymore. Her stats, I mean, they are what they are. They're not going to change. She needs team success to solidify. Her legend's already solidified, but to take it to a new level, she needs an Elite Eight, a Final Four. That's all that's left for her. Uh-huh. Their team awards. No, you're and right. I think she realizes that. I mean, she's going to continue to score between 20 and 40 points every time they play and get all these assists and what have you, and she'll be the most prolific scorer, assist, all that stuff. Now it's team awards. Mm-hmm. And, I, and you know, yesterday was a significant step. It, it was, and uh, it was a team victory for sure. Oh, without question. Yeah. And, the, and what I wrote is she adjusted her game. She knew – uh, trying to launch logo threes with a fa- hand was not going to work yesterday. She had to get her teammates involved, and she did. Her teammates responded. I think they did force the ball into the post a few too many times, but a lot of that was just good defense. Mm-hmm. A lot of that was Cezano catching the ball, and the moment she caught it, they were swarming her, and they were really good at – I mean, so many of Iowa's turnovers were passes – not seeing that the defender was coming from behind in the passing lane. So many mm-hmm. of them. And that's just good defense. Yeah. Yeah, they played the passing lanes beautifully. And they showed kind of a pl- blueprint. Uh, my guess is South Carolina, should they ever meet, will do something similar. 
than what. But South Carolina just has much better players. They do. So my guess is they'll do the same thing. I mean, that team picked Caitlin up at midcourt. And they had a double team. They were always helping on her. And Caitlin saw that. Did she? I, I don't recall one bad shot she took. Someone said, well, maybe that one from the right bait line. No, she just didn't have a good grip on the ball, and she hurt. Those are makeable shots. She was 4 of 10 from 3. She shot 40%. Yeah. I can't think of one bad shot she took. No, she – no. I mean, was she, she at her best yesterday shooting-wise? No. Well, but I mean, she was well, real good. But technically, Tom, she forty percent is, is that's better than her average. So yeah. she wasn't. I mean, she was. Let's see, she was four of ten from three. Her problem was she was six of seventeen overall. She was fine from three, but a lot of those shots she missed in two point range were because of the defense. Yes, hands on her. I yep. mean, sometimes you have to give credit, but she still had twenty two and twelve, and um, she did what she had to do. Good players adjust to circumstances. And she did that yesterday, and she made the players around her better. I mean, basketball's a team sport. It is. And from watching from the first game when um, Georgia played Florida State, you know, I, I said, well, boy, they're not, they're not all that. I mean, they're athletic, but we, we should be able to handle them. And, boy, it was a rough game from, from the start to the finish. Yeah, a lot. They of, were tough. They were tough, and the officials were letting it go both ways. Yeah. I know a lot of Iowa fans thought the officiating was terrible, but – I think that's the reaction when you play in a physical game and the team you're playing against is more physical than you. Georgia's just more physical than oh, Iowa. Oh, for, for sure. I mean, those 50-50 balls, so many of those, it wasn't because Iowa wasn't trying to get them. They just weren't as physical and quick to get them. Yeah. I mean, if Georgia's just had a couple other better perimeter shooters, they would be really good. And Diamond Battles is really good. She is. I mean, she's a different type of player than Caitlin and um, – She's probably, I think she's a little quicker than Caitlin. Yeah, okay. But she's not as good an all-around player no. as Caitlin. I don't care what but Katie, Katie says. Well, Katie was just trying to get under people's skin. I think she went into that press conference pissed off. She's back at her alma mater, and she, got, she thought they had a good chance to win. And I just think she was not going to let that become. I was there. She was not going to mm-hmm. let it become a Caitlin Clark love fest. My problem with it, though, is you can praise your players, but she did she did it by dismissing and minimizing Caitlin, and I just thought that was sort of a bad look. I think she was mm-hmm. just trying to piss people off. I, I think, think that was her sole intention. That, players at the end were not exactly great sports either. Yeah, they were frustrated, and I mean, but I, I don't know. I, I think it was not a good look, but I don't think it was an outrage like it's been described by some on social media. No. They were pissed off, and they pushed, and, and they dealt with it. It got dealt with, and it's over. Yeah. But um, that's a reflection of the unit, the head coach, and it's just all these major no, statements. I just thought they were poor. Sports. I just they were pissed. They they were yeah. pissed that they lost, and the Georgia don't blame them. The Georgia girl. It looked like she and Caitlin exchanged words. Caitlin said something to her. I don't know what she said, and then the Georgia girl just overreacted because she was pissed, and she should have gotten a technical. The one at the end though, the foul with three. So that was just. It just seemed like, all right, yeah, we lost, but we're going to be a pain in the ass until we leave this place. Mm-hmm. And then the coach carried it into the press conference. She just, I just, she had an edge to her. And, and I do think the fact that she grew up in Cedar Rapids, I think being a former Hawkeye fueled that edge that she brought to the press conference. I just didn't think she had to promote her team by dismissing Iowa and Caitlin. I thought she was – I didn't like that look. Yeah, I didn't see anything, but I wasn't looking either. So, well, you know. You mean at the end? I mean, no, I mean, I didn't see her comments. I didn't see her press conference. Oh, well, uh, it's um, – but, yeah, no, it's – God, it's all everybody's talking about. I mean, it's all – I haven't it, been online. <laughs> it's all over the place. 
Oh, you were on message boards. How are you? I not? was on Purdue's message board so you were after, they lo- after they lost. Yeah. yeah. But, but no, I, not yesterday. It's all, it's all over. I mean, that's all everybody. I couldn't believe I put the transcript up. It, we had, it had a thousand page views within like 15 minutes on our website. Oh, I mean, it was it just, I mean, yeah, we've got both transcripts. And Lisa was asked, was told what she said. Lisa handled it well. She's like, hey, you know, she's, that's her player. She's biased. I'm biased towards ours. And Lisa said, he goes, yeah, I think Diamond Battles was the best Georgia player on the floor. But then Lisa read off Caitlin's stats and said, you know, I mean, I feel comfortable. She basically was saying no. But Lisa wasn't going to turn it into a, a pissing match, no. put it that way. No. Both head coaches are biased. I just thought Abrahamson Henderson went in there with an edge and just went in there to, to just kind of get under the skin of Iowa media and Iowa fans. I think Why would she uh, that I wonder don't know. why she would want that? Because she was pissed they lost. Yeah. And she and she, I think some of the she's been up here for two days, probably reading about how great Iowa is, and I mean, um, and I think she just was tired of it. And she's a competitor. Well, I she's, can see that. Yeah, she, yeah. And the Iowa media does fawn over Caitlin Clark. I mean, we do. I mean, I mean, there's. I mean, there, she's the media loves her. And my guess is she just got tired of reading about it. Her players probably got tired of reading about it. But you had a chance to beat her, and you didn't. I think the national media loves her, too. They do. Not as much as the Iowa media. No, no. But, but, but yeah, it's a big yeah. story. And yeah. I just think she was sick of it, and her team was so close to winning. They had their chance, but Caitlin came through. And, Kate, and you know, she makes fun of those free throws at the end. Well, she could have missed those free throws. Yeah. But she made those four free throws that secured the win, and she got the basket that made it 70-66. to 66. That was the play of the game. Yes, it was. That and um, I believe that and the deflection by Kate Martin on the post pass that led to a turnover. Um, so, yeah, there was um, – it was just a weird approach, I thought, by the Georgia coach. Hello. Morning, everybody. Morning. Hey, um, I thought that was an interesting game to watch yesterday from a coaching perspective. Clearly, um, Georgia was – getting in the passing lanes all the time. And I was trying to figure out, okay, what's Coach Bluter going to do as an adjustment for this? And it looked like, especially about halfway point in the second half, that what she did was it just pulled the offense way out, almost like a four corners, but it wasn't a four corners. But she ran, was running the same offense but pulled it way out, and that pulled the defense out of the passing lanes. I, Going to get you guys taken. Did you see that? Well, she, it, it worked. I thought it kind of worked. Well, she also took the ball out of Caitlin's hands and had Caitlin flash into the post at the free throw line. She was trying to figure out different ways to get Caitlin the ball closer to the basket. And there, you saw, yeah. though, I mean, there were times when Kate Martin was bringing the ball up the court. Caitlin would flash to the free throw line. They'd get her the ball in there and try. So, yeah, no, she made adjustments. But right. it still came down to Georgia's physicality and quickness clogging those passing yeah. lanes. I just don't think Iowa was ready for that speed. You just don't see that in the Big Ten. Yeah, we we were a little flat-footed, too. I noticed that, you know, we got beat pretty bad on the boards. And there was numerous times when the ball came off the rim and just hit the floor in the paint, which probably should never happen. You know, people weren't reacting to the boards. Um, and that may have just been they were a little bit tired or whatever. That were the case where some bringing in Stolke off the bench, if she had been healthy, probably would have been, you know, helped to energize the, mm-hmm. the, uh, the board play a little bit. I think if Iowa and Georgia played 10 times, Georgia would out-rebound them 10 times. They're just a better, yeah. more athletic, physically stronger, tougher team, and that reflects in rebounding. But, no, I think yeah. fatigue was obviously a problem. I mean, Iowa's four starter, five starters all played at least 37 minutes. And yeah. um, 
Sydney Alfalter played four and a half, Addison O'Grady two forty four, and then Molly Davis one forty five. So yeah, that's a concern moving forward. But these are also like Fran will say, these are twenty twenty one year old kids. If they weren't yeah. playing in that game, they'd be over at the rec center playing ten games in a day. So I think that but I just think Georgia the biggest problem this Iowa women's program has had under Lisa is they struggle against really tough physical teams because they're usually not as athletic as those teams. And the SEC has okay. a ton of those teams. Mississippi, the team that, that Iowa could play, is extremely athletic. Oh, my God. They really are. And I, they're, and they're nasty, and I say that in a good way. I'm not, they're very physical. They play with an edge. And they're, you know, they're going to be in Caitlin's face, too, if they can get by Duke. Is that who? No, wait, no. Colorado, Colorado, and Duke but eventually Iowa may have to play Mississippi. Yes, yeah, I mean, and both those teams, Duke and Colorado. I think Colorado, I think Mississippi's better than Duke. I think I'm not sure, but they could be. So, but we'll see. Yeah, well, give them credit. I mean, that was a, a fantastic win against a really good opponent. I mean, yeah. they, I agree. Uh, like you said, the, the physicality and the quickness for Iowa to come out ahead on that game—that was a hats off to the to uh, Coach Bluter and all the players. I completely agree. Yeah. I saw some Georgia fans bitching about it having been played there. Well, do better in the regular season. There you go. I mean, I don't like the fact that the women have to host. I think it takes away a big element that's good in the men's thing, in the men's tournament, in that they're all neutral sites, but they make it clear. The better you do during the regular season, you'll be rewarded, and Iowa was way better than Georgia in the regular season. Hey, you guys have a good week. Thanks, you too. Thank you. But no, that caller's right. That was a good win for Iowa. That was a tough sure game, was. the kind of game that they've lost in the past. And Caitlin, she scored or assisted on 33 of the last 35 points the team scored. And I just was impressed with how she took what the defense gave her. She didn't try to force things. She 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 didn't need to get 30 points. She doesn't. I think there's some people that think she goes out every game thinking, I got to get my 30. She doesn't. Not at all. That's not how she plays. Uh-uh. That's not how she plays. She scores a lot because they need her to score, and it's easy for her to score. Yesterday, it wasn't as easy for her to score. And I think there were times when she rushed her shots a little bit yesterday, but that's because of the opponent. The game Friday, she could have scored 50 points if she wanted to. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. And Cesano could have scored 40. uh I mean, yeah, that was a – and see, that game did nothing to get them ready for – it didn't. I think think, um, Georgia had a much better warm-up test – than Iowa did, and I think maybe that showed a little bit. Yeah, those first-round mm-hmm. games where you win by 40, it's fun for the fans, but it does nothing for you it other sure than doesn't. move you into another round. No, nope. you get to play a lot of your players can say they played in the NCAAs and stuff, and that's a plus. But, yeah, that gym, that arena was electrified. But I'll tell you what, the, uh, the lines to every concession stand, to every bathroom, I don't know how the fans put up with it. I mean, that, that line at halftime to go to the women, go to the bathroom, was it was 100 deep. <laughs> line to one, line to one of the concession spots was just winding. All it was forever. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that, that's the problem with Carver. They it doesn't have any of the amenities that the newer. I'm sure other have. arenas have lines too. There are times where crowd crowd flow, just like traffic's going to overwhelm what you have. But Iowa just seems severely understaffed, and not just in people, but in like purchase points of purchase. Mm-hmm. It just there were just lines everywhere. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Like I was when I was walking from my seat to they had the press room set up in the filler room right there uh-huh. at the top. And I was walking and I'm like, what are these women doing? And then I looked oh, and I'm like, they're waiting to go to the bathroom. <laughs> there was just a line yeah. of women. I'm like, what is going on here? You know, then I realized they were waiting to go to the bathroom. It was so, and even at the end, it was so long and said, you know, I'm just, let's just go home. I'll... Oh, the line to the bathroom was still long? Yes. 
I wonder if any of them just decided to soil and just deal with it. You think any of them did? <laughs> Let's take a break. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. 1 800 800 Rose, your FTD florist, is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. 1 800 800 Rose. It's so easy. Just remember one number. 1-800-800-ROSE. Your FTD florist. 1-800-800-ROSE. Remember. For a gift that your loved one will treasure for a lifetime, find it at our family-owned jewelry store in Iowa City, Pertine and Stocker Jewelers. We can show you diamond engagement rings, colored stones, fashion jewelry, and watches. Our jewelers are on site, so we can design jewelry for that special person in your life. We are Hertine and Stocker, serving Iowa City and the surrounding area for three generations. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, downtown Iowa City, and HertineandStockerJewelers.com. Ask for Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate. One of us is always there. Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can produce most conventional transponder, sidewinder, and remote-headed keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. Deary Ford in Iowa City. Bring in your tax refund and save. Buy a new 2022 Ford F-150 with 0% financing and up to $8,000 off. We have over 75 top quality used vehicles. Trucks starting at $59.90 and cars from $49.90. Payments from $199 a month with zero down. Truck month at Deary Ford in Iowa City. Hurry in or shop online at DearyFord.com. GT Car, owner of Supel Siding and Remodeling, offers service and quality that is unmatched in the area. At Supel Siding and Remodeling, their trained professionals will install and guarantee the products used in any size job done. Regardless of the project, Supel Siding and Remodeling will stand behind their quality products and installation with exceptional customer service. Whether it's a window replacement, a kitchen remodel, or a house addition, our employees are committed to quality. Visit sales at souples.net or call 337-2246. Car won't steer? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair work in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs. Brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventive maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't steer, See Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Don't let just anyone take care of your smile. At Diamond Dental, you can expect compassion, expertise, and a personalized care plan to protect your teeth for life. With more than 30 years of combined experience, Dr. Forbes and his staff are prepared to tackle even your toughest dental problems, leaving your smile healthy and sparkling. Diamond Dental offers a full range of general and cosmetic dentistry as well as dental treatment options for snoring and sleep apnea. It's never too early to start thinking about what's best for your smile. Schedule an appointment today by calling 319-390-3703 or visiting the office at 5815 Consul Street Northeast, Suite D1 in Cedar Rapids. You can also visit diamonddentalpc.com for more information. Dr. Forbes is a proud sponsor of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club and the Inner Circle. 
Let the Diamond Dental team provide superior care for your entire family. Hawkeye fans, you love watching the black and gold. You know Hawkeye black and gold. As a Hawkeye fan, there are no better colors than the Hawkeye black and gold. Hi, I'm Steve Anderson. When you're buying, selling, or refinancing your property, consider the green and white team, Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Give us a call at 351-8600. Hawkeye Title and Settlement, the team you love, the people you trust. Download the new KCJJ app. Keep up with the latest news, weather, and high school sports. You can send us pictures, audio, and video. Access our social media, chat with us, and listen wherever you go. You can even listen to our sister station, 99 Plus KFMH. The new KCJJ app, available now in the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. It's going to be breezy today, 52 for the high, uh, 48, and rain tomorrow. Some rain Wednesday, mid-50s, upper 40s Thursday, mid-40s Friday this weekend, low to mid-50s. Pretty decent, actually. It's windy. It's uh, 15 mile-an-hour winds. Well, Steve, everybody knows it's windy. 36 is our temperature. Not bad. Sure beach the last two days. Yeah. Yeah, it was cold. I mean, Saturday was brutal. Oh, man, that was awful. I mean, it, it was like minus four wind chill. Saturday. Yeah. And they were able to play a doubleheader yesterday in baseball, and they beat South Dakota State. So I think Iowa's now like 5-0 and at home or something like that, and they play That's Grandview great. tomorrow. So baseball playing well. I'm, God, they're get, I think they've what, lost three games all year. They've lost twice to Texas Tech and, and then to Sam Houston, and they've won the rest. Yeah. So, yeah, it could be a fun spring baseball-wise. And um, I had some people reach out to me. They don't – they're wondering why the w- women would send Iowa to Seattle if they're trying to build the brand. They think Seattle's a weird place. I mean, I see both sides, but Seattle is part of the United States, and it's <laughs> why is it a weird? Place? Well, I think because uh, I believe they believe it's so far away. But you know, the West Coast is a market that they that they are um, wanting to tap, or I don't know if tap's the right word, but wanting to get feedback and interest from too. So well, I think they were also. Uh... Oh, no, never mind. The Final Four is in uh, Texas. It's in it? Texas. Yeah, yeah, it goes all Dallas. over the place. But, I, I mean, to me, it actually helps push the Caitlin Clark brand in a different part of the country. I, I think there's pros and cons to it. He, This person was saying that it impacts the amount of people that will travel. Yes, it does do that. I don't think they care about that, though. I think mm-hmm. they're more concerned about television and all the other stuff. And there'll be – I mean, there'll it's be some fans – but there won't be a. There probably won't be a ton of Iowa fans. I wouldn't that. think that's so. A, that's an expensive, long trip. You get. I mean, obviously, you, people that live in the area, Hawk fans will go. But there's not that many of them. I but maybe think. some people from California and what have mm-hmm. you. Some people on the West Coast. But but yeah, my guess is a lot of the Midwesterners who have followed the team all over probably won't make this trip. No, and I mean, Ann and I are a perfect example of that. Just not didn't even consider it. Yeah, now this is something maybe if you and Ann would have planned around, this could have been one of the kind of vacations you guys take, but you chose something else. Yeah. Yeah, there could be some people that, but then you'd have to make the assumption that they're going to get there, and that almost didn't happen. Yeah. So, but no, I mean, I think it's fine that they're playing out there. Like I said, I think it's good to push your brand in a different part of the country. The West Coast seems like it's forgotten sometimes. I mean, do I wish it was in Kansas City? Sure. Oh, hell yes. And I'm sure Iowa probably does too, but yeah. that's just that's the nature of the that's Big right. Ten or the NCAA tournament. Hello? That's me again. Do you think Stokey will be ready? Yeah, they said she should be fine. 
Okay, and then they always talk about the places sold out. I always see, <clears throat> I saw two rows of nobody in them, and the two seats next to me nobody sat in. But the seats were sold. They were on. sold, that's what it means. Yeah. So, yeah. so the companies buy them, but they don't, just don't. Or, or that's right. Or yes. somebody, something may have came up in someone's yep. day to where they couldn't make it, but yeah, they were all sold out. No, I looked out, and I lucked out on the bathroom because I knew I was going to go over to the <clears throat> baseball place, and the only thing that's open over there are those porta potties, and they're a little bit cold. Ew. So, I, as I'm walking down towards the elevator, there's a hidden bathroom back in there, and most people don't even know about it. I just went and used that. A well, good would, call. The hidden bathroom. They would probably prefer that the fans <laughs> don't start going there. <laughs> and where is the hidden bathroom? <laughs> I know what she's talking about. Well, I just, I just know, I know the guys over there, so and they kind of let me know. <laughs> so anyway, all right, all right. Well, the old hidden I bathroom trick. I decide not to eat anything because I'm not going to stand. I come to watch the game, not watch people in line. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Good okay, plan. We'll, we'll talk to you later. All righty. Bye. There's just not enough of anything at Carver. Um, no. I nope. mean, if they have a full house, they just can't handle it. You're going to wait in line forever, or you're just going to go without. Or go without, which, yeah. I mean, that's just unfortunate. Yeah, it is. But I don't know at this point what they do about it. You know, it's. There's really nothing they can I, do. I know, about there it. really isn't. Hello? Is this KCDJ? Yeah, yes. I think so. <laughs> hey, what's uh, Bluter's uh, recruits looking like coming in? For next year, she's got two people coming in. Ava Jones, who's got a lot of rehab well, she's not, ahead she, of her. Yeah, she won't factor and, in next year. No, Maybe not at all. The point guard from Illinois, her last name's Johnson. Etienne. Etienne Johnson. And she looks like a solid player. I'm not sure if she's going to come in right away and do a whole lot, but she won't have to. Right. She'll be able to learn. And isn't there one other one? I, I think that's it that I recall. they got a, a big center coming in, in the next year. The next year. Ava yeah, they got Heiden. a guard coming in from Illinois, Etienne Johnson, who um, looks like she could help them down the road but won't have to do anything major next year unless she's that good. Okay, thank you. Yep. Yeah. But they got four. I mean, they're going to have, well, I guess they'll have three starters back. I mean, because mm-hmm. since McKenna's not going to be coming back. My guess is Hannah Stolke moves into the starting lineup. They need Addie O'Grady and Sharon Goodman. One of those players has to make some major strides. I mean, Goodman's had the knee injury, and I think that's really slowed her. But they have, they're kind of like the men's team in that they have two big post players who aren't really uh, doing much right now. O'Grady played a little bit yesterday. I felt bad when she missed that chippy inside, but I think she was just thinking, if I don't get it up real quick, it's going to get blocked or, I'm, or what have you, because that's what teams with athleticism do. But Georgia also missed a ton of chippies. They did. They missed a ton of easy shots they inside. Did. Hello? Hey, here's a safe bet. That hidden bathroom all next year will have a wine and snake all the way to tipping. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing. They probably didn't want that information out. <laughs> But uh, there is that. There it's is like an escape room. Well, there is that bathroom in the tunnel. If you can make it through the tunnel, that one right to the right, right by the men's locker room. But at halftime, and I've seen that, it's ninety deep. I mean, yeah. it's like Jaws the movie back when when it premiered at movie theaters, right, with lines wrapped around the street. I mean, I just. But the one yesterday, the poor women waiting to potty. I mean, it was. 
I mean, I tried not to laugh. I just felt bad for him. No, Some of them looked miserable. It's the line gets so long sometimes that it's it's almost laughable. And why would you want to drink alcohol under under those circumstances? Because for me, alcohol makes me want to pee. Makes me have to pee, doesn't it? To you too. Um, yeah, but if I pee before the game, I'm okay. Yeah, I mean, I man, I can uh, make it through the game. I mean, yeah, I can make it through, but there's a there's making it through with having to go to the bathroom, which I I don't which, know. I yeah, just, yeah, I it's know. just I don't know. It's just to have to wait so long for everything. I feel for the fans. I feel for the fans because it's a tough it's a tough gig. But it was the atmosphere was great yesterday. It was. I mean, that arena. It, it was rocking. They were energized. They loved that team. And I just felt bad that it was so hard to pee. <laughs> yeah. I wonder well, what the, I, if I would have said, ma'am, just go in your pants. Nobody will know. I mean, you don't want to wait for this. You think that would have offended some people? Yeah, that, perhaps. All right. But I didn't do that. I, I refrained from doing that. Yeah. Hey, just riders on the store. Well, I, like I said, though, at first I didn't know what they were doing. And then I looked. And I'm like, oh, they're you... waiting to go to the bathroom. That's what they're doing. <laughs> God, and it just nobody was smiling. They were just grinding, man. They were just, they were just. God, just get me up there, God. Just get me up there. Hold, be like Morrison, man. Bladder, hold true, hold strong, bladder. Hello. Hi. Uh, just one good story that came out of yesterday. There was a line of people over at the arena. Not sure where they were, waiting, waiting, waiting to get in. Yeah, I walked yes. right by them. I guess Lisa Buddha went by. Maybe you had this on earlier and ordered them all up donuts to eat while they're waiting in line. Good for her. Oh, yeah. neat. Well, isn't sh- that just neat? Yeah, that's Lisa. That's, uh, that's how she operates. That's very cool. And it hit me later. Is that something that Alfred would have done years ago? Um, I don't think so. I, d- I doubt it. Thanks, no, guys. But in fairness Thanks. to Alfred, I'm not sure how many head coaches would have done that. Yeah. Um, do you think Fran would have done that? And I'm not knocking I do, him. I do. Yeah, I, I don't If know. he thought of it, yeah. I, but if he thought of it. I mean, I'm not knocking him if he didn't think about it. I mean, I, you know, I, just because I think it's great that Lisa did it, but if you're a head coach who doesn't do it, I don't know if that necessarily means you're a bad person. Yeah. But I thought that was cool. But I walked in, when I walked to the arena, there was a line of people waiting that stretched across the street to the baseball side of the field. What street? Is that Hawkins Drive? I think so. Yeah. And some of the security people were, get out of the street, get out. And I heard some guy, where the hell you want us to go? I don't know why they wouldn't let them in sooner. This was like an hour and a half until tip-off, and they were still making them wait outside. Let them in. Yeah. I don't know if there's some NCA rule in 90 minutes before, but I felt so bad. That, was, that got me ready for the rest of the day, just this big, long line of fans <sighs> that stretched all the way across the street. And some of the security people were just kind of short with them. You know, get out of the road. Get, you know, I mean, well, then let them in. Yeah, that seems a pretty simple fix. But it was a long line of people, and it was a line probably seven across. Just and it it did it literally stretched, uh, and they were trying to stay out of the street, but there was nowhere to go. Yeah, we got into the arena about thirty five minutes before the game, and there were so many people already in their seats. I was amazed. So you got there pretty late. Well, for for us, that's kind of that's because yeah, that early-ish. arena was packed. At, uh, it it was. I went to my press seat about a half an hour before tip off, and it was it was packed. And this was people getting there. These people were getting there like an hour and a half early. To me, that's wise for people to get there earlier, so you don't have everyone rushing yeah. at the same time. But it's like you get penalized for getting there early because they won't let you in. And 
I know I'm complaining a lot about the Carver experience, but that may be an NCA rule. I don't know. But it's easy to complain about the experience because you're over there. It's very inadequate in it, a lot of ways. In a lot of ways. Hello. Hey, I was I was told about four years ago from someone at the athletic department that they do have plans to extend the perimeter of, of Carver so the shops and, and everything are set recessed back a little bit more to give more walking room and to add more ability to, to – to buy their their stuff but i think part of it you know carver's got to kind of scale up and down depending on who's playing there's a lot of games where there's not much fan action and so i think it's it's probably tough to staff you know with the fluctuations in that and to plan for but i i would think that the ncaa tournament they should have you know they probably would have known it had been sold out but exactly anyway like exactly. you that yeah i didn't know i don't it. know about how expand the how do you do, expand do you, the walls how like can you that? do that but then when you talk about trying to move the student oh they can't do that they, i mean i don't i've never I, I heard don't. that i'm not saying it's not true i've just never heard that that they were going but i'm not sure how do you do that to me know. there's already too much wasted space in carver anyway i mean there's wasted space and yet there's not enough points of purchase it's just a it's just a weird setup it really is it's you got a, one concourse the only concourse in the whole arena and it's just packed yeah yeah. When it's a full crowd, because it's either packed with people coming and going, or the, I love the fans that stand in the middle of the concourse, groups of like eight to ten, just talking and wondering why people are, are pushing. I mean, if you're going to stand in the middle of the concourse during those times, yeah, people are going to be bumping you. Yes, you're yeah. in the way. And I get you. Yeah, I get that you want to hang out with your friends, but there's only one concourse. There's nowhere to go. Hello. You know, it seems to go against what Lisa Bluter believes in, but uh, do you see a scenario where we – um, go after someone in the transfer portal for the ladies, kind of a dominant player somewhere that wants to make a run sure. and play with Caitlin you Clark. Mean, you mean sure. a dominant five? Yeah, I, if Angel Reese wants to transfer to Iowa, I'm sure Lisa says, yeah. hey, we'll, yeah. We'll, I mean, for, they got or, Molly. Or one they, of the diamonds, whether for Maryland or for Georgia, you know, that's just someone that is that is on a, on a good team but not a great team that would like, okay, this you know this would be a nice compliment to her. Yeah, I don't think Diamond but, Battles is going to be transferred to Iowa. Plus, no. I think she's done. Um, she, she, she played at Georgia for one year. She came with Abrahamson she, Henderson yes. from Central Florida. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, I could definitely see that. I mean, they got Molly Davis out of the transfer portal last year. Yeah. So, yeah, Lisa is not against doing that. And, yeah, if the right fits there, I'm sure she would try to take it. Because, yeah, I think next year. But you say add a post player. Are they going to have three post? They've got two post players on the roster right now without Monica. Um, so yeah, a norm, but, you normally but the you windows, don't. The window's getting shorter for uh, taking advantage of Caitlin's last year or, or next to last. Year, no, what I'm know? saying though is, are they going to want to have another year where they have three post players and two of them not playing? I mean, that's that's the thing. I think Lisa is probably hoping that one of her two returning post players develops and becomes a reliable option in there i mean because like i said Addie o'grady she was a big time recruiter coming mm -hmm. out of coming out of colorado and then sharon goodman's the other one so we'll see but no i wouldn't be surprised if she tried to get someone from the portal and the popularity that iowa has right now will probably make them a little the fun style of play i mean they love to run and get up and down the court and that appeals to a lot of players all right thanks thanks well it'll be interesting to see I yeah. mean, the, 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 I will say this, the, the portal does make things extremely interesting and extremely changeable, you know, because there's some coaches who go out and, okay, I'm going to start over 
get a whole get some people in here who's going to play and play right now. And then other people are a little more cautious with it. So mm-hmm. I think it's it made and it And both sides, there, you can have success or failure doing both ways. I think for the most part, it's worked for Fran, the way he's done the portal. I know people will say, well, then why hasn't he won in March? You know, whatever. I mean, I, um, I don't have an answer for why he hasn't won more in March. I mean, uh, well, not even March. Because he has, I mean, the Big Ten tournament is postseason. That's March. And he won four games there last year. This is strictly uh, an NCAA tournament. Um, frustration, and I get that. I get where fans are coming from, but I had a guy reach out to me. You know, he hasn't. They haven't won one first round game under Fran. Yeah, they, yes, have. they have. And this guy looked it up, and he admitted he was wrong. But they have won some first round games. We've so won three, haven't we? I, well, four altogether, I think, if you include the 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 member the play in game, the playing game. I believe it's either three or four. So yes, they have won. They have won some. So, but no, they. If you were going to list the three biggest concerns with Fran. The Fran run right now, I would say lack of NCAA tournament success, defense, and his temper. Would those be your three? Uh, and not winning the conference, the yeah, regular season. Yeah, but that has been so long that, I mean, that's been 50 years. I know. 40 years. <laughs> I, I mean. I've seen them. <laughs> I mean, so, I mean. And, and then when do you start holding that against Kirk? It's been two decades since Iowa football's won a Big Ten title. Um, Almost two decades. I, I hold it against them. I, I don't think it's necessarily a firing offense if they don't. Well, I'm not do saying that. it's a firing offense. Yeah. So I, holding it against, I'm not sure is quite right. But when do you? Because uh, what I'm saying is, you just it's said something when, that Kirk has not done either. So that's a, so you'd say that's a concern for you with Kirk and Fran. Sure. Both. Yeah, that's that's what I meant. Sure. Because to say that you're concerned about Fran after 13 years not doing it and Kirk after 19 not doing it, there seems to be an inconsistency no, there. Is there. A I mean, um, but yeah, no, I mean, um, the Big Ten regular season title, I almost give up on that. I mean, they haven't won it outright since 1970. Yeah. And the last time they won it in 79, they were, what, one of four teams that shared it? Uh-huh. But they have not won that thing like Purdue did this year. Iowa has not done that since 1970. Think about that. 69-70. Yep, the we're 14-0 yeah. in the Big Ten. And they have not won it by themselves since then. That, to me, that is just one of the most incredible statistics that I have ever seen. And it ain't a good one. Years. I was five years on the air. I was five years old. <laughs> I was in my last year of high school. Yeah, I was five. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, Jesus. 69.70. I mean, Laugh-In was on, wasn't it? Yeah. Or was it even on then, Laugh-In? No, it was on. It was on it was in 69? on 60, yeah, 68. Well, the Andy Griffith show was still on in, 60, in the fall of 69, at least. So, yeah, that's... Um, but, yeah, those would be my three biggest things with Fran. I do think he has to address his defense. But I think this thing with the NCAA, the Big Ten is just not built to win in the NCAA tournament. These teams beat on each other during the season, all of them playing a similar style. They get into the NCAA tournament where it's one and done, quickness, perimeter stuff, the kind of stuff that probably wouldn't win consistently throughout the Big Ten grind. All you need to do it is once in the tournament. And they're just not – for some reason, they just – the conference – I mean, I had people thinking Indiana was – in. Indiana looked terrible yesterday. I mean, Drake gave Miami a way better game than Indiana did. Yeah, and Drake had a, Indiana, a shot to win that game. To me, Indiana was overrated all year. I mean, I had a lot of people say, oh, they're going to make a run. They're going to get to the final. No, they're not. They're not very good. Iowa swept them. 
I think Indiana was overrated all year long, and I don't know why, really. I mean, Trace Jackson Davis is a great player, seems like a great kid, but sort of like his team, he's very limited on offense. He is. And, but I want, uh, Miami won that game fair and square, and I think would beat Indiana eight out of ten times if they played. But the Big Ten, to me, it's just the way they, the teams recruit, the way they play, and the way they beat on each other and they grind. I just think it, it just doesn't carry over to the NCAA tournament. It doesn't seem to, does it? Now, with Tom Izzo now, Tom Izzo, they've been struggling in March recently, too. Now, they've made it to the Sweet 16. I'll give him that. Um, but that's all that's left, and they could easily lose their And next. the Big Ten hasn't had a champion in, what, 23 years? Michigan State, 2000. Yep. Yeah, 23 years, and that's not a coincidence. No, it's not. The Big Ten style is not conducive to winning one-and-dones in March where serious athletic guard play in space is a big part of the game. And, the, I mean, look at Purdue. I mean, their guard court ended up letting them down. They just, well, they're freshmen, and it showed. Well, and they're freshmen, and they're not – that Foster is not very quick. No. And most of these teams that are still around right now have really quick – Good guards. Yes, they do. So, but but like, if if it's all about just winning in March, then yeah, then Fran's got to make some changes in what he recruits, how he plays. But Fran would be the first to tell you it's not all about how winning in March. I want to win the conference title. I want to be competitive during the. You can't just dismiss the regular season because March Madness has turned no. into such a big no. event. But some people are doing that. Well, I mean, the Big Ten coaches—they're all kind of. I mean, they know what the grind is like in the Big Ten, and they recruit accordingly. I mean, they do. Yeah, and the teams are they. There's a similarity. I do you think big. Put, put I do think Big Ten teams have to get more athletic. Well, evidently, but do, do they? Can they get them? They don't Obviously, seem to. I don't think they. Yeah, I mean, like Alabama. Alabama would do just fine in the Big Ten, um, but it's hard to get athleticism in, on your roster when you don't already have it. You're kind of in a catch twenty two, and um, but right now the Big Ten is built more to withstand each other during that course of that 20-game mm. grind. To me, I think the basketball season's too long. I mean, I just think I mean, it just takes too much time. I think by the time you get to the NCAA tournament, some of these teams are spent. They are. And I um, They are spent. And, and, but it's also a one-and-done changes everything. If Purdue played fairly Dickinson in a seven-game series, I'm guessing Purdue probably wins that series four to one. Or maybe uh, even, I mean, six to one. Or, uh, no, a best out of seven series, like they do in the NBA. Uh -huh. um, they wouldn't go to. You, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I'm sure Purdue would win the series, is what I'm saying. But that's not what the NCAA tournament is. The NCAA oh. tournament is one game, a one and done event, and that's where that changes everything. It does, boy. It's uh, March Madness is, is a lot of fun, though. I think if Iowa and Auburn played a seven-game series, I could see Iowa winning that series four-three, four-two. Sure. But I could also see Auburn winning that series four-three, four-two. Now Houston, I'll get Sasser did play. He's still not a hundred percent, but Houston was clearly better than Auburn. I mean, did you watch any of it? I, a little bit. They were clearly much. better. Their inside play was better, just more depth. They're just a better team, a better offensive team. Houston, but I still. Um, like I said, I don't have a gut feeling on who's going to win this thing. I mean, Alabama's tough. I mean, um, it's just well, you got two one number one seeds left, two, and that's Houston and Alabama. Uh huh. Two number twos, Texas and UCLA. I think UCLA 
Now, I'll give Northwestern credit, man. They held their own, and Penn State held its own. They did. Um, they just didn't have enough firepower on offense to win the game. Hello. Pat, did anybody know um, beforehand that Stokey wasn't going to play? They had, they had told ESPN. I think some of the people in the media were not real happy about that. Um, I heard them talking about it. and But, yeah, I guess they had given a heads up to ESPN that morning. But in fairness, it, it now, happened at the end of their most recent practice. I, you know, so I, you know, but there were some people in the media that seemed a little frustrated that they weren't made aware before the game. Do you know if she'll be available Friday? They made it sound like she would be. All right, thanks. Yeah, she tweaked her ankle, like, and Lisa said in like the last three minutes of their their practice. So it was ankle. I believe so, or what, something on the leg. I can't remember. She said what it was. It was, but it wasn't serious enough. I mean, she was out there warming up and what have you. It was precautionary, but I do get the feeling that she will be able to play. I mean, she's got what five days. I mean, I, I'd be we sure missed her. I'd be surprised if. Yeah, well, they just missed having another body. Mm-hmm. It would have been tough for Hannah to get shots off against that defense because she's not real tall. No, for a post player, and it would have been a, it would have been a tough go for her. But she would have given them another body, someone else to get foul. She would have given them five more fouls, and just she would have just given them somebody else to let some of those starters. Um, my guess is Caitlin's going to play forty minutes every game, and it doesn't seem to phase her. Well, Caitlin would want to play. She's 40 durable. She's got great endurance. I, I think. Yeah, I don't think Caitlin wants to sit out at all. But um, you worry about all five starters playing 38, 39 minutes. When you start to worry about that is in the second half of this next game. Eventually that could take a toll. But there are still, even with the women's game, so many timeouts. That's what's changed about sports. There's so many timeouts now. Speaking of timeouts. We're going to take a timeout? Yeah. I, I told him I do have to leave a little early today because yeah. we have a football thing. I can't go all the way till 11, but, but yeah, let's take one more okay. break and then we'll finish strong. Sounds good. <laughs> Summer of the Arts presents Summer in the Spring, celebrating 40 years of the Iowa Arts Festival. This Sunday afternoon at 2 at the Angler Theater, Iowa City, featuring area favorites the Beaker Brothers, Dandelion Stompers, Dave Zolo and the Body Electric, the Recliners, the Savage Hearts, and Winterland. Doors open at 1 for the silent auction with music memorabilia, autograph festival posters, and other items up for bids. Get more info and tickets at englert.org or at the box office. Presented by Summer of the Arts. Don't miss it this Sunday afternoon. March doesn't have a lock on all the madness. We've got some too. And we're giving away Mini Coopers at each Wild Rose location in Clinton, Emmitsburg, and Jefferson. It's Mini Madness now through March 31st. Earn points for entries when you play with your club wild card at Wild Rose Casino and Hotel, and you could score your own Mini Cooper. See Club Wild for details. Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Clinton. You'd rather be here. Must be 21 or older. If you or someone you know needs gambling treatment, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Old man winter's on the way out, and with the warmer weather comes hot deals right now at Kettleson RV in Hiawatha. There's no better time to prepare for adventure than right now at Kettleson RV during the Spring Bunkhouse Bonanza. Find the perfect RV for your family with room for the whole crew and at a great price, too. Save thousands on select bunkhouse RVs, new and used, but hurry in because just like winter, these savings won't last long. The Spring Bunkhouse Bonanza on now at Kettleson RV. Always online at KettlesonRV.com. Downtown Iowa City's best new restaurant and bar is Players Sports Bar and Grill. From Big Burger Mondays, Tex-Mex Tacos, and a variety of soups, salads, and vegetarian options as well. Players Sports Bar and Grill also features their famous Chicago Dog and the Iowa Dog. 
an all-beef bacon-wrapped hot dog smothered in corn relish, bacon, and ranch. Located at 219 Iowa Avenue, Players Sports Bar and Grill has both socially distanced dine-in and carry-out through Chomp Delivery. Daily deals and full menu options are on the website, playersic.com, or place an order at 319-800-2199. That's 319-800-2199. Players Sports Bar and Grill, great food, craft cocktails, and the ultimate place to watch your favorite sporting events. Don't let just anyone take care of your smile. At Diamond Dental, you can expect compassion, expertise, and a personalized care plan to protect your teeth for life. With more than 30 years of combined experience, Dr. Forbes and his staff are prepared to tackle even your toughest dental problems, leaving your smile healthy and sparkling. Diamond Dental offers a full range of general and cosmetic dentistry as well as dental treatment options for snoring and sleep apnea. It's never too early to start thinking about what's best for your smile. Schedule an appointment today by calling 319-390-3703 or visiting the office at 5815 Consul Street Northeast, Suite D1 in Cedar Rapids. You can also visit DiamondDentalPC.com for more information. Dr. Forbes is a proud sponsor of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club and the Inner Circle. Let the Diamond Dental team provide superior care for your entire family. When you go to a family restaurant, you want three things. One, a wide selection of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items. Two, you want those selections to be affordable and delicious. And three, you want to be treated like family. You get all three at the Midtown Family Restaurant. Breakfast items available anytime the doors are open. Legendary tenderloins, onion rings, and hot roast beef sandwiches. And special ribeye and shrimp nights. Daily specials at each location. And no matter if you're coming in solo or with a group of 20, you get the same special family treatment. The Midtown Family restaurants at Court and Scott Streets and at the Walmart Plaza on Highway 1 West. Follow them on Facebook or at MidtownFamily.com. The family's waiting for Truck Month at Deary Ford in Iowa City. Bring in your tax refund and save. Buy a new 2022 Ford F-150 with 0% financing and up to $8,000 off. We have over 75 top quality used vehicles. Trucks starting at $59.90 and cars from $49.90. Payments from $199 a month with zero down. Truck Month at Deary Ford in Iowa City. Hurry in or shop online at DearyFord.com. Bump's Restaurant, located at Finkbine Golf Course off Melrose Avenue in Iowa City, is your pre-game and post-game destination for all Iowa sporting events. Bump's Restaurant is a unique experience that features perfectly cooked juicy half-pound certified Angus burgers, hickory-smoked barbecue meats, a variety of fresh salads, and creative appetizers. Food is more than just food. It's a celebration, like a Hawkeye victory. Present your University of Iowa sporting event ticket from that day's event and receive 5% off. Bump's Restaurant offers delivery through DoorDash, live music Fridays from 6 to 8 p.m., and 35 unique craft beers. Lunch and dinner is served from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday and Sunday brunch from 10 to 2. Full menu options, reservations, and private event information are online at finkbine.com. Make it Bump's Restaurant, barbecue, burgers, and beer. Car won't go into gear? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair, in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. 
Use Premier for all your auto repair needs. Brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventative maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't go into gear, see Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Okay, okay already. We heard you and we listened. The Oxyokin's famous Sunday brunch buffet is back. For over 40 years, we've served brunch, offering so many choices of fresh entrees, homemade salads, waffles, pastries, three tiers of desserts, make your own Bloody Marys, and much more. Such a great value. Serve nine until one. Also, lunch, dinner, banquets, and carryout daily. You can order curbside carryout online at oxyokin.com and take the comforting taste of the Oxyokin to your family's table. Visit oxyokin.com for hours, menus, reservations, weekly specials, and gift cards. From our Oxyok family to yours, we can't wait to see you again soon at the Oxyokin in the heart of Amana. The Oxyokin. The new KCJJ app is here. Keep up with the latest news, weather, and high school sports. Download pictures, audio, and video. Follow us on social media and chat with us. Listen wherever you go. It's available now in your app store. We're back. In your app store. Yeah. Yeah, somebody in the chat room talking about Fran. Well, he hasn't done anything, so no Big Ten title and no success in March. Well, that's not accurate. No, we got a tournament championship last year, just last year. They won four games in March. They uh, they were the Big Ten tournament champion. That's March postseason. So whoever that is, who is that fat-ass hawk or no, what? Andrew Voigt. Well, Andrew, Voigt. you're not exactly accurate. If you want to yeah. say no. if you want to say that about the NCAA tournament, yes, he's had limited success. He's had some. They have won four games. So, I mean, if you're going to criticize, at least be accurate with your criticism. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, See now, there's so the chat difference. Room this. That's yeah. the difference between you and me, because I ought to bounce him. <laughs> well, he bounces. He bounces people all the time. But usually, you bounce people that are lashing out at you more than. <laughs> I don't well, like to be lashed out. I know you don't. You can. You like to deliver it. You just oh, don't yeah. like to receive. I don't it. have a problem delivering it. I am really good at delivering. You yeah. Just, yeah. You. You don't like. You don't, don't like it delivered onto you. No. Not at all. No. Your boundaries. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't you agree? Yes, 100%. They're your boundaries. <laughs> but no, they have not, they've had very limited success in the NCAA tournament. And almost almost came back and beat Tennessee, was it 2019? Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler Cook's team. Yeah. And, uh, and the critics would say, well, this ain't horseshoes. Yeah, they, yeah, I mean. yeah, and then they're, you know, hey, Fran's a great coach, and the basketball program has never been accused of racism. So a shot at Kirk. Yeah, so, I mean, Jesus. Yeah, and when I say that basketball's at a pretty similar level as football, I'm not criticizing football, and I'm not saying Kirk should be fine. I mean, I'm just saying I think that basketball's judged a little harsher than football by some for different reasons. Is it because yeah, there's enough. so many games? Or? Uh, that's part of it. Yeah. Oh, and it's also just because March Madness is such an event. Yeah, it is. It just has just grown in size and meaning more than we could have ever imagined 20, 30, 40 years ago. It is just a monster. 
and if you're not part of it it gets frustrating and and if i mean if they could just win two games for us to be talking about them now would be so huge just so much fun second week and it's frustrating i get fans but you can't let that i don't know what the word is it just seems like they're kind of delusional in their thinking that they just erase everything it else. It colors that their perception. It, it just taints it's, their perception. It, yes, yeah, it, it just, does. it just, and I just think that the people that do the hiring at these universities, Gary Barta included, yes, the NCAA tournament's huge, but I'm guessing Gary Barta, the first thing he would say is guys, we've been to three straight NCAA tournaments. We won the big, he would list all the reasons why he would never even think about firing yeah. Fran. Yeah. So, but, yeah, but if, if March Madness is your only uh, thing that you care about, then no, you're not going to be happy with lo- Most teams aren't going to be happy. That's right. Most Big Ten teams won't be happy then. I mean, look at Indiana. When's the last time Indiana did anything? I mean, yeah. I mean, so, but and it, would it surprise you if Michigan State lost in the Sweet 16? Not at all. No, I think they probably will. Who do they play? Uh, is it? Wait, no, they played Marquette already. They, already, they, they beat Marquette. It's, that was a nice yeah. win. Marquette's a good team. They play K State. They can beat K State. That but should they be a can, good game. That should be a great game. Kansas State's good. I mean, they beat. I mean, look at Kentucky. When's the last time? It's been a while since Kentucky. I know they won the national title under Calipari, but Calipari's won one national title at Kentucky. He's been there now for what fifteen some years, and Kentucky's one of these programs where it's national title or bust. So their fans are pissed. The Brian Ferentz stuff has bled over to the basketball program. No, it hasn't. Connor. Dash little lick way more better. What? What? That's just somebody just being a, a fool. I mean, Greg Spence, who is a fool. Oh, with him, I muted him so long ago on yeah. Twitter. I mean, and he keeps responding. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll click on you know when you mute people, yeah. it says you can click on it. Yeah. If you, I'll, he continues to converse with me, but Isn't I never that see his Southern guy. Justin's buddy. I don't know. Did you hear him today? That was. You would have. Oh my God, Pat! You would have wretched. You would have run to the bathroom and wretched. Southern Justin today. No, he dropped his phone in the toilet. All right, I don't. I'm having eaten. I (laughs) got to eat. He he picked it up. I said, "Was was this when he was doing the salad bar at his place where he works? Was the toilet? You know, did you had stuff in it? Yes. Did you wash your hands? No, I should have. Unquote." Yeah, Mr. Jim, yes, I am. Mr. Lo- Jim Morrison, I am looking at you. <laughs> you looking at me? We never. Jim Morrison, first of all, never dropped a cell phone in a toilet. <laughs> this is true. Okay, but it all. Fair and we don't know how often Jim Morrison washed his hands. He may have been a germ freak. We don't know just because he was a drunken fool on acid and just hated it. But we didn't have phones back. But then. we don't know how much. I mean, he may have. Wa- I, I'm guessing Jim Morrison washed his hands every time he took a crap. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that about him. Why wouldn't he wash his hands? I don't really know. don't know. I don't know. You had him on the air. Why didn't you ask? I him? was disturbed by the. So response. was he working? Was he at? I don't yes. know. Was he doing the salad bar think, or whatever the? I think he was working. working. He was working. I'm not, we can't name the name of the place. That's not fair. <laughs> because my guess is the people there working with him would have hoped that he had washed his hands. Well, he didn't say which of his jobs he was yeah, at. Yeah, he didn't say. But he works at two different restaurants, right? Yes. It's not like he's working at like a uh, disposal waste company or something. No. He's working at a restaurant. He very well could have been doing the salad bar. Hello. Hello. 
the real question is, was it number one or number two yeah, or a combination? Did you go into that much detail? No, we I didn't. didn't. I did not. I, did I not. got the sense that it was numero dos. <laughs> Which would have been much worse. Yes, that was my take on it. Because isn't urine sterile anyway? Yes. So they say. Whereas poop is just filled with... <laughs> poop. Yo. Ew. And then he read the menus, I'm supposed, right after that? <laughs> yes. Yes, he did. And what's... The best is some. You're just looking at me. Like, no, the best is some of you. At, some of you at the station consider him like a celebrity. Like, I, oh, the town I, just waits for him to do his song I, of the week. I, I know you don't. I know you're in my corner on this, but that's just unnecessary. You're judging me. I'm not judging you. I've already that judgment's been passed a long time ago. He's been part of this show now as long as I have, hasn't he? No. How close? How long has he been around you guys? No. It's a good question. Ten um, years? He hasn't been. Well, it's been longer than that. Yeah, and I... Seriously? Yes. Yes, because he came, he came into Coralville and got some T-shirts when he was oh God, getting his right. teeth made. Oh, my God. He's been here as long as I have. They're close. I'm t- I've always said he is Elvis and Tommy is his Colonel Tom Parker. <laughs> you know, this is his big find. <laughs> He's sharing us with the rest of the world. But no, that I'm glad I didn't hear that call. I would have gagged. I did. But you would think that the... I don't know. I just... But wouldn't a cell phone, whether it's poopy water or anything, once it hits the water, wouldn't it be well, trashed? Jim, Jim said to me, well, I didn't expect that. And I said, well, I did. And I did. I mean, I... You so know. you expected him to call and say, I dropped my phone? Well, after he said he dropped his phone in the toilet. Oh, you expect him not to have washed his hands? Yes. Oh, the next time he calls in, ask him why just what what his reason was for not washing that's all i want to know what's the logic i mean wouldn't he it? even rinse off his phone he said he packed it in rice and then what happened to that rice what was it served at the next <laughs> the next buffet hey we didn't ask for bro we didn't ask for dirty rice yeah. <laughs> jesus oh my god god Why'd we go here? Can we end this early? (laughs) God, it is almost 1030. Hello. Hello. Hey, dog. Hey, dog, who should pick up his auction items this week. (laughs) Oh, are they ready? (laughs) Yes, dog. (laughs) Well, I was just going to say it must have been brown rice, but you said dirty rice. (laughs) Great minds, etc. That's a real crappy deal, that is. You know what? Yeah. It is. Okay, I'll be in, um, yeah, uh, sometime this week to get them. Okay, right. we'll be here. Bye. Because I need, uh, I need that new storm door. Well, yes, and it's going to be raining a lot. So. Yeah. Come on in. Yeah. Okay. Okay, bye. We'll do lunch. <laughs> sure we will. Might. Yeah, Maybe. We've done lunch with Dog, in fact, at uh, Southern Justin's place. Yes, yeah. That won't be happening again, uh, not because of Dog. Yeah, when's your guys' next bus yeah, ride n- down there to never. eat? No, that ain't happening. No, ever since the COVID yeah. Yeah. Uh, revelations, yeah, that, we're not going to be going yeah, there. Yeah, we not. But I, I, I'm, I'm going to give his restaurants a benefit of the doubt and assuming that they probably encourage their employees to wash their hands. That's, I would, yes. That's a they personal have a decision that he chose to make during the heat of the... A lot of his uh, restaurants, though, chose to have him come in 
Oh, uh, well, he was raging with COVID. No, made that's not him, good. Made him come in. Made him come in. Did they ever get in trouble for that? Uh, that was, no. You bitched about it on so. the air, but you yeah. never say the name of the restaurant. Which you never say, because he works at two. Which one is it? It was Mazio's. Okay, that's not good. No, I, no. I lose a little respect for Mazio's. No. Did you have a lot of respect for Mazio's? I, not really, but I've lost <laughs> Actually, whatever. It was, no, the food was pretty good. I've lost whatever respect I had. And their chicken wings were awesome. But, but I digress. I'm just not sure how the phone would have, unless maybe it was resting on poop. Who knows? It may not even hit the water. Ew. You he know? said it hit the water. Ew. But what, I would just think a phone would be ruined the moment it got submerged in water, wouldn't it? There's, they're uh, waterproof for the most part. Yeah, I don't want to test that theory. No, no, <laughs> go, no, go. Because I mean, I'm looking at my phone right now with all the different things. The water would go. seep right in and just go. destroy the whole. I, I mean, just uh, test it. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna test it. Let's get Hunter's phone. And the other thing is, why did he have his phone when he was like lurking over? the... Oh, toilet? you know, I can I can explain it to you exactly how it happened. I I can tell you exactly what happened. What? I could I can give you the scenario. He was sitting down. He had completed his task and he was reading his phone and he dropped it. Yeah, that's okay. precisely yeah. what happened. Ew. Where are you guys going for lunch today? Not today. Yeah, I got to uh, take Lily to get her. Uh, uh, Jan and I are taking her to get her uh, nails trimmed. My dogs hated that. Today. They she, hated she's, My dogs hated getting their nails. She's fine with it. They would that. fight it, growl. No, she's fine with it. So we're doing Wednesday lunch, right? Yeah. Where are you going? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know yet. She uh, has made peace. There's a possum that lives under our deck. And they, like, have made peace with each other. It's just, I wouldn't want a possum living under my deck. Live Aye. and let live, I guess. Aye. I just wouldn't want that. I mean, they well, dig. They, they kill. Uh, they dig. Ticks and stuff. You don't know what damage it's doing. It could be digging underneath yeah, there. It's fine. Okay, Mr. Foundation. I, <laughs> I just wouldn't want a pot. Would you want a possum living under your, your deck? No, I would not. I would have, see, Lakota in the good days would have went out and killed yes, that possum. Good, yes. Well, she doesn't. She actually, they, you know, she went out and the possums, I saw it with my own eyes, the possums in the yard. She goes up to the possum, the possum looks at her, she looks at the possum, and then she does her business. Lakota would have went up to the possum, circled, pounced on the neck, bit down, and killed. Yep. And then she would have carried the possum, he would have carried the possum to me, and then I would have taken it to the well, creek. Well, Lily went and did her business and then came back Lily's to a, the door. Lily is soft. Yeah. Came back to the door and said, hey, Dad, can I have your phone? Lily's kind of a wuss, right? I did my business. Lily's a wuss. No, not at all. No. 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 She's just a lover? She is. So does that mean Lakota was a hater? Well, we taught her. Does that mean Lakota was just taught to hate? Just hate. (laughs) Just hate. Lakota would have been great on Twitter. <laughs> Actually, I put her. I tweeted one time. I tweeted a video of Lakota walking around my house with a milk bone on her back, and I'm like, I'm like, where's your bone? Where's your treat? And she couldn't find. I, people got outraged saying it was animal cruelty. I got ripped on Twitter. Man, I should report you to PETA. They thought it was torture because I made her walk around the house for twenty. She didn't realize the bone was on her back, and I thought it was funny. Yes, it was mean, but you get dogs to. Part of the joy in having dogs is to tease them, isn't it? <laughs> Hello. 
Hey, uh, uh, Steve, uh, for Pat, my yeah. guess with uh, Southern Justin is he's a dishwasher. He probably came out of the can, went over to the dishwasher because they got that hot water spray. I worked in a restaurant, and the hot water probably rinsed his hands off over the clean dishes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. gee, that, <laughs> well, that really fixes things. Say, Good call. This, what kind of pizza is this on my plate? So I can see him doing that. Yeah. Yeah, good addition. Well, yeah. Now I feel so much better for the customers well, down there. I think, Steve, I think he's been on. I started to listen to you guys when you still had Ken, and I came late. Somebody was laughing. His I think he's been 15 years. At the parking ramp and told me to listen to you. And I said, and that's probably been, I was still working, so it's probably been. 10 or 11 years, and I think he was on that. Well, Tommy would know, isn't he? He's kind of Tommy's find, isn't he? He would know. I've been here since 08, and I think he was here when I got here. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he's been around for 15 years. (laughs) Jesus. Oh, God. This is my life. Was he in preschool then? (laughs) (laughs) Did he have all his teeth at that time? I mean, what's he in his No, no, he did not. No, he sure didn't. (laughs) No. No. I mean, what is he, like 40? He's, uh, yeah, 39 or 40. 39 or 40? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, thanks for giving me something to think about, Pat. I appreciate that. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> but, yeah, you said you went over to gymnastics and it was yes, crowded. Yes. What, uh, what did they end up finishing? I think doing? we finished eighth. Out of how? Out of, I don't, it wasn't 14, I think 10 teams. Okay. Um, man, the Big Ten must be really good. Oh, it was, uh, it was jammed. Not good. And That's it good. was fun. It I was promoted fun. it on I promoted it on my website and I, I tweeted it and I know Iowa Gymnastics retweeted my tweet right away. No, I, I tried to do my best to get fans out there and it sounds like a lot of fans went there. They did and I um not because of of course what was on Hawk Fanatic, but well it might have helped. Uh, well it I'm sure it probably helped a little, but they promoted it too. Oh, they promoted it on here, didn't yes. they? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, a lot. You have to do that. I mean you have to do that or people just aren't gonna know. No, it was uh well worth going. It was very uh, high paced because you got four disciplines going on at once, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, incredible it, athletes. It actually reminded me a lot of the uh, national wrestling tournament when you have the eight mats going at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that, you know, so it was just kind of chaos. And, and speaking of fun. wrestling, Iowa, Iowa ended up finishing a distant second, mm-hmm. and um, I know I saw some. People frustrated with the branches. Yes, yeah. saying, "Hey, they got to change the way they recruit. They got to change the way they coach. They got to do this. They got to do that. They're not producing in March." I, you know, and I don't know enough about wrestling to pass any judgment there. All I do know is that Penn State has just separated itself. They have. They are. They, they are what Iowa used to be, and they're. I don't know what can be done to stop them. He's in that fertile recruiting ground. Well, that's well. You just hit it right there. That's why he went there. Yes. Well, that and more money. Yeah. 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 And it's just easier to recruit. I mean, Iowa State ended up not. They ended up finishing like seventh or what have you. But Iowa was a distant, distant second. They didn't have a champion. Real Woods. I watched his match. I was really pulling for him. He seems like a good kid, man. He's got a Stanford degree. Wants to be a doctor. And I was really pulling for him to win that match. He just came up a little short. Um, and then the Spencer Lee stuff, that's been a lot of people. Uh, I don't think they're Iowa fans, but a lot of people are calling him a quitter and whatever. The The problem, we don't know all of what's going on behind no. the scenes. I mean, if he was too emotionally distraught to wrestle, that's his business. I, I don't know. I don't think you have to, because I had somebody reach out to me, so, you know, you're always taking people on. When are you going to write that Spencer Lee's a coward and a quitter? I wrote back, never 
I'm not going to write, Spencer Lee's not a coward. In a, I don't know what the circumstances were. We don't know. We don't know what was going on. The only, the only and it was bad optics, and it really was. Showing his mom. His mom, well, ES, well, ESPN was being criticized by you know Hawks for showing that. But the fact of the matter is, they showed him, when you go there, you know it's on TV, and you're, the, you know, you're shown when you're, when you're cheering, they've showed Spencer's parents a lot during happy times. Yeah, too. so I mean, I mean, unfortunately, it was, it was news. It was yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. They can't yeah. be criticized. For, I agree. I for agree. Showing that. I mean, I um, do I and I don't think you should bask in that moment and make fun of her for that. She was distraught. Her kid lost. He lost a chance to do something that only five other. I think it's six now because the kid from Cornell ended up winning his fourth. But no, it was tough, man. I. I just hope that she has another pair of glasses because if I did that to my glasses, I'd have to go right out and get a new pair because I wouldn't be able to function. It just, yeah, it was a bad, it was a she bad was devastated. look for her. Well, yeah, I understand, but I mean, you know, you, you can't win everything. And Yeah, he, the people he, are saying, yeah. God, I hope she handles setbacks in life. I mean, the problem with that is it becomes a talking point. I mean, I don't, I don't think just because she maybe didn't handle that moment that doesn't mean that's how she handles every no, adversity in life no I mean, we don't but people know just it was, use a, it to, it was just, a moment in time to lecture and uh to, i mean i don't know there was so much lecturing going on on twitter after she did that and in yeah. fairness i mean he just lost i mean had he not been pinned he still would have lost that 11 to yes. 7 i think that kid just out wrestled him that and that sometimes that just happens did i exp- i was stunned i was too i was shocked i was more stunned by that than purdue losing to fairly dickinson yeah, I really was. Fairleigh Dickinson's not a bad team. I mean, they and Florida Atlantic is really good. I mean, they are really good. They have a re, one really, really good player, John L. Davis. They, yes, and they've got a great supporting cast. They're athletic. They're fast. They get up and down. But do I think Florida Atlantic would come into the Big Ten and finish sixteen and four in the rent? No, I don't. No, I think they'd be eleven and nine or something like. They're just built better for March than a lot of these Big Ten teams are. But um. And with what Iowa's got coming in next year, I think they've got some good pieces coming in. But I don't know if those pieces coming in makes them any better equipped for March. I mean, I don't know. Well, so, probably not. And next we'll have year to see anyway. what we'll see what Fran does during the portal. I still think he may do some. There may be some portal activity coming and going. I I mm-hmm. think this roster is very fluid right now. I mean, I've heard stuff, but I'm not going to say anything on the air about guys coming or going. I. I don't like airing stuff like that until they make it public. Well, in this day and age, you can't etch anything in stone. No, you can't. I mean, that's just the way it is right now, but I think that Iowa roster will look a lot different next year. Yep, I agree. Well, we need to let you go, Pat. Thank you. Yeah, we have. Iowa has their football pro day today, and they're going to be making – I'm not sure how many people will be involved in that, but they said they're going to make players available. I think it's at 1 o'clock or over at the – um, and then spring practice starts Wednesday. Wow. You believe that? That is unbelievable. Spring practice starts Wednesday. Okay. Spring starts today. <laughs> Today's the first day of spring? Yeah. Yeah, you're right, the 21st, yeah. All right, Molly yeah. Suter is next. HawkFanatic.com. Check it out. It's free.